Fantasy Football Show. I am Tim here today alone on the day of the week one kickoff for the 2023 NFL season. We got Detroit and Kansas City tonight. I love it. I can't wait. Adam is not here because uh, it's 8 a.m. on the East Coast. I am doing this uh, for, for you. I'm doing this for you, but I am doing this for me as well. Uh, because I have to say these things or else they're I'm just thinking them like all day and <laughs> for the rest of the weekend. So I got to get this stuff off my chest. I'm going to go through my favorite week one prop targets here today. So if you don't gamble or maybe you're in a state that doesn't allow it, you might still be able to get something out of this because I'm going to be talking about certain matchups and uh, players that I think are going to have big games this week or or bigger than expected, I, I should say. And if you do bet and gamble, uh, make sure you take the advantages that are given to you around this time, which I know I'm in Massachusetts, so there's a lot of uh, new new uh, client offers. Um, they all They all have that one. And it's all very similar, too, in a lot of ones. It's like... Bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus, uh, bonus bets. So d- do that. <laughs> you know, bet. A, I'm looking here uh, for Massachusetts only new users. Bet ten dollars on any week one game. Get two hundred in bonus bets instantly. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. Caesars. Bet fifty on any week one game. Get two fifty in bonus bets guaranteed. Uh, this is for Massachusetts only. Now, but whatever state you're in, there may be some of these. And then there's also a few that are not um, like officially sports books. Like there's one called Prize Picks, which I'm just learning about, and it's kind of like a, like a parlay um, type of game. And and there's another one here called Parlay Play. And what's what's the other one? Underdog? Yeah, and underdog is kind of similar too. Um, so if you know what these are, they, it's essentially like a like a parlay that you set up. You pick over or under for a line that one of these sites or apps sets. And if you hit more than two or three, it's a good payout. But it's hard to hit, obviously. The books know that these same game parlays and other parlays are hard to hit. So... Yes, they're promoting them a lot for that reason, because most of them are not going to hit. Yes, you're going to see the viral posts, though. Some people will hit the touchdown props. They'll hit crazy props, uh, and, and it'll pay out a ridiculous amount. So the dream is real. That's all real. Um, it's possible. But if you're going to do that stuff, I would I would suggest betting a, a small amount on, on those things. Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to get to my week one prop targets, but I also want to say that for some of these players, and I'm heavy, <laughs> I'm real heavy on Amon Ross St. Brown tonight in Thursday night's game. Uh, I really, really believe in him. I've got, I've, I've scattered the board um, for his receiving yards, basically. I, I've got overs from anywhere from like 45 to like 100 
on Amon Ra St. Brown. And the amount of money on my wager starts higher the lower his yards are. I do think he's going to have a monster game. I do think he could go over 100 um, tonight or at least get very close. So I don't mind taking the alternate line. But again, the the normal line is like 60-something. You know, or actually, it might be 77 now. I've, I've got my apps open. Um, so I'm, I'm taking a look at this. But the actual line is one thing, and then you can bet the alternate lines on some of these sites, uh, FanDuel, DraftKings, I know those. Um, I've also been messing around with a site called Fliff. Fliff is also another one of these that is not, uh, I, I don't think you have to be in a state that allows gambling. And it, uh, it is not considered a sports book, even though they do give you real money to play with. And you can deposit real money to play with, too. They don't have any great deals. But again, they give you some real money. It's small amounts, but it's actually classified as like a video game. They give you fliff coins. And the more fliff coins you win, the more you can turn that into real dollars to gamble on fliff. You got to have 50 bucks to be able to withdraw it. Uh, which is a challenge. I have not gotten to that point yet. Um, but I've gotten pretty close, and I do fully intend to uh, get over that point. But I, I recommend it for sort of novice gamblers like me. I'm not a, a seasoned gambler. I've been doing it for years, but I'm not particularly great at it. I've won. I've won seasons and things like that, but uh, I'm still learning. And Fliff is a great way to um, learn without any risk uh, at all uh, to you. So I, I highly recommend that. Um, one thing I learned, and this might sound really stupid to any seasoned gamblers out there, but I obviously like taking short things, and a lot of times those are minus bets. Maybe, maybe the, the line is minus 175, which means you need to put $175 down to win 100 that my, minus 175, not as good odds as plus 175 or anything plus. One thing that I've liked to do is is take the easy bets, the, the minus money, but I like to parlay them. And, but that can be difficult to hit. Uh, so, and, and, and not all the time will those parlays get to a plus number. And really, I think what you're trying to do is get to a plus number because, again, th this is the thing that I learned that... <laughs> Sounds stupid. Might sound really stupid, but minus bets are dangerous because you need to hit more than 50% of them to make profit. And assuming you're using a similar unit size, you know, dollar amount uh, that you're wagering. Um, but so, so minus bets are tough because of that. You need to go like 65%, which I believe in myself every freaking time I place a bet trust me I, I know that it's gonna win I don't just think it's gonna win I freaking know it um, but the reality is that not all of them are gonna win and you'd be lucky to go 50% and I've had some nice days some nice days where I feel like I'm 80 I might be like 80% but you gotta be a little bit careful with that one more site I want to mention, it's called Picket. If you do use a lot of gambling sites, which again, I recommend, there's Fanatics, there's WinBet, I think they're still around. Um, Barstool and ESPN, I think, are merging, but that's that's a thing that's uh, out there. Barstool Sports is out there. Bet MGM, Caesars, 
Uh, Bet365, I don't think that's available in Massachusetts yet, but I'm watching that like a hawk for their new customer deals when that does come. Uh, FanDuel's draft, FanDuel DraftKings, obviously. I mentioned Fliff. I do enjoy some Fliff. Uh, so Pickett will tally up all of your, like how you're doing on all these sites combined. So right now I'm looking at, again, it's uh, it's Thursday morning. I, I'm <laughs> it's, it's telling me, let's see, yesterday I had two bets and went up 62 cents. So I was playing on Fliff a little bit for small amounts. It was fun. I bet I won a couple of baseball bets. Big whoop, right? It's really trying to, really trying to uh, put everything towards tonight. And it says today you have twenty open bets with a max profit of five hundred and three dollars at risk one hundred and thirty six dollars. So that's what I've I've done. I've uh, I I've taken uh, advantage of some of these deals. Um, DraftKings has a good one right now, where I think it's like. Uh, if you, it's a, it's a 50% instant reload bonus and make sure you opt in obviously, but you got to click the button and you get a 50% match on your next deposit up to a hundred dollars in bonus bets. So do, do that. <laughs> right. So get it. You know, I, I deposited a hundred bucks. I actually probably should have deposited 200 now that I'm looking at this because I would have gotten a hundred in bonus bets. I said, I, th- I think I only got 50. So that was a fail on my part. Jeez, I just just noticing that now. What a dickhead. Um, anyway, you want those bonus bets. Uh, so that's I, I'm betting the bonus bets. I'm betting them all tonight. I'm <laughs> almost all of them tonight. Very excited. I've got a lot of Amon's Amon Ra St. Brown tonight. And let me go through what I've got for him. So I think he's gonna catch more than six passes so i've got them going over six and a half receptions and i've got that on in a lot of places (laughs) i've also got them going over 77 and a half yards got them going over 104 yards here in one and then this one was kind of a it was a bonus bet ten dollar bonus bet over eight and a half receptions and parlayed with over 105 or over 104 yards so that one's a long shot, uh, but it's plus 370. I really like that number. If that bonus bet, if that bonus bet hits, you know, feeling pretty good about that. And I, I went a little bit lower on, on some of the, on most of the bets on St. Brown. I got one here, another bonus bet over 89 and a half receiving yards for St. Brown of the lions and over 39 and a half sky more receiving yards. Really like sky more tonight. Uh, so those are the two guys that I'm looking at tonight, and, th- and that is most of the money that I've gambled tonight uh, is on those two guys, the player props. I did dabble a little bit. Um, both FanDuel and DraftKings had no sweat bets, which is something like you, you know up to sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 25, but if you place a wager on that game after opting in and you lose, they give you b- – back your wager in bonus bets. Um, so I've got that on my side there. Uh, so I, I think that's a pretty good one to to do too. You might as well take t- take these offers because you're going to be betting them anyway uh, if you you know if you do this kind of thing. One of them, I can't remember if it's FanDuel or DraftKings has a good a good little offer. It was up to $25. If one of the teams tonight is 
up by seven, and that's the team you bet the money line on, which is just them, just the team to win. Um, so if if K if I, I now I bet KC twenty five dollars on KC to go, you know, to win the game, and if they go up by seven, that's an instant win. Then an instant uh, win that they'll market for you. So that's a pretty good one because. I don't know. I, I I feel like Kansas City will be up by seven at some point. I do think they win the game, but I did place that bet before Kelsey got hurt, and we're still waiting to see what uh, is going to happen with Kelsey, if he's going to play or not. So when I deposited to get these bonus bets, I needed to wager that real money before withdrawing it, um, and so I placed something that I considered a pretty safe bet. And I put 20 bucks on it. And I think that's too, probably too high for me for props. But again, I felt really good about this. And I'm really hyped up for this game tonight. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Over 59.5 receiving yards. And Sky Moore, over 34.5 receiving yards. Again, that was before the Kelsey injury. Uh, so I think his line has gone up. I think a lot of people jumped on Sky Moore's receiving line early. Me being one of them. And, uh, and so his line went up a little bit. So I put 20 on that and it's only a plus 150 payout, but I thought that was good enough. Um, and it, I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. So that's just my opinion there. And this is all just my opinion, by the way. Okay. On to the prop targets for week one. I think Jordan Addison is a good prop target. He's on the Vikings. He's a rookie. And he is playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week one. And his line is over 38.5 receiving yards. So I like that. I do think he's going he's gonna to catch some passes. Um, and a lot of these players I have for reception props. And a lot of those aren't posted yet. Justin Jefferson here in this uh, Vikings game on DraftKings, <clears throat> his is the only reception total that I see posted right now. He's at 6.5 at uh, minus 145 if you want to take the over. And, you know, I like that one, actually. I think he definitely goes over that. So th maybe that's a good one, too. But his yardage number was around 91, so I'd be careful there because there's a chance that Minnesota-Tampa Bay game gets out of hand, but... I don't know. I feel like Baker Mayfield is a bit of a gunslinger type, and I don't think he will quit necessarily. You know, if he quits, you'll see it, and he'll he'll get benched. You know, or or he he quits because he's benched. But otherwise, this guy's a gamer. He's gonna keep throwing the ball. He's gonna he's gonna keep trying. Uh, not in love with his talent by any means, but uh, you know, I just think he's a gamer, and he will try to keep his team close. Okay, another prop target, Calvin Ridley. Holy moly, how is this line 62.5? I feel like this is a screaming over. It's at minus 115, so not terrible. Uh, I might look to the alternate line here. Let's see, I'm going to take a quick look now. This is on DraftKings. So 75 yards for Calvin Ridley is plus 140. I like that a lot. I might actually do that. Um, and I am definitely going to limit the amount of parlays that I do this season because I want to win, for Christ's sake. I'm not here to just have fun. I, I am having fun, and I love it. Uh, but I want, I want more ups this season than downs. So 
I'm going to be trying to win. Um, I, th- I think a good way to do that is to, if you have conviction, instead of um, parlaying a lot of the players' lines together, so whittling down these prop targets I think, I think is a good idea. And uh, But Calvin Ridley, I feel like this is a good one. This is a real good one. So look at Calvin Ridley receiving yards. I do expect him to go over 75. I don't know how big of a game he's going to have, but I wouldn't be surprised if he scores a touchdown. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of gambler you are if you're the kind who likes to, you know, bet $20 on a bet and then you just watch that one or if you you sprinkle the board, which is kind of the type of prop bet gambler I am I like to sprinkle the board but again I'm going to try to whittle this down because if these lines don't look right to me I'm not going to do it the Calvin Ridley line that looked right the Jordan Addison yardage total that looked good I I really can't wait to see his reception total because I think if it's three and a half that's a screaming over if it's four and a half um which it might be I still think that's probably an over does he does he catch five passes his first game from Kirk Cousins in that offense? I kind of think so. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I have heard reports that he is, um, you know, K.J. Osborne is still is is still on the field a lot, and uh, I don't know. But there's been a lot of talk about Jordan Addison. The reason we're talking about this on week one is because the books don't know what's going to happen with this guy. So that's why I think there might be an advantage there. Um, and maybe the way to go with Addison is yardage and not receptions because I just don't know how much he'll be on the field. But I do think he will uh, catch some passes and look good. I think I think he's a good player. I think he's going to be good uh, this season as well. Okay, another player I'm looking at is Elijah Moore of the Cleveland Browns this week. Uh, I actually like the Cleveland Browns to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they are getting two and a half points. Uh, I would take the money line probably if I was going to bet on the total, but a lot of these games or on the game, a lot of these games I, I won't bet on. There's only a few that I feel conviction on per week. And when I do that, I tend to funnel everything towards that. And this week I'll, I'll tell you about those, uh, those targets of mine. So Elijah Moore's totals for Sunday have not been posted on DraftKings as of now. So that's probably indicative of most uh, books right now. A lot of them follow follow each other. I'm going to check on Fliff. But the, again, I, I forgot to mention when talking about Fliff, one really good thing about this, especially if you're trying to use it as a sports book, which again, you kind of can because they allow deposits uh, of, of real cash. Um, they're sometimes a little late to update their live scores. Just last night, I took a bet that looked weird to me. I popped it open and took the Cardinals in, uh, in baseball, the Cardinals money line. This was at the point where they were up two to nothing versus the Braves. And the Braves were like still minus seven, 170 or something like that. And I got it at plus 115. This is a team that was in the lead, two to nothing. And it was like the third inning or whatever whatever it was. Um, I don't remember. But uh, I, I wasn't watching the game. I just saw the number, and I was like, well, that looks weird. And I bought, I just bet a, a 50 cents on it. So I won. Um, Cardinals, Cardinals. you know, I checked back later. They were up six to nothing. So it's like, oh, okay. And I know the game got closer later, but 
still the Cardinals won. So again, the point is sometimes Fliff is late to update on live betting. Something really useful that that Fliff can help you with as a gambler looking to profit here in the NFL season. Okay, so incomplete on Elijah Moore. Not sure if we're going to be taking that shot yet. Okay, and we are still a little early for Keenan Allen's reception line. Really interested in seeing that, but based on his yardage line, which is 67.5 at minus 115, I like that a lot. Uh, Everything we've heard out of camp this um, preseason is that Keenan Allen is the go-to guy in the Herbert Chargers offense. Um, And why would it be any different than it was last year or the year before? He's been amazing uh, when he's healthy. So that's one that if you are able to combine to parlay, like, you know, Keenan Allen over 67 and a half yards with Keenan Allen six catches, I do that all day. And in fact, I like... I, I do like the parlay here as I'm looking on DraftKings. Calvin Ridley plus 75 yards and Keenan Allen over 67 and a half yards. I really like that parlay. That p- pays out at plus 348. I'm probably going to make that bet in a little bit. But we'll go through these and see what else we like. So definitely like Keenan Allen. Want to look at the reception totals when that's posted. Curious about that. Now, I had Darren Waller on here because of how amazing he looked in the preseason, and I've cooled off this week on Waller. I do think he'll be targeted, um, but I guess Dallas is a very difficult matchup for tight ends, and this is something that does matter. Um, And this is like what I'm about to say. Like This is one reason to not place too many bets until like Sunday morning, and that's you know, that's advisable uh, for me as well. I clearly could not wait <laughs> with this Thursday night game. I made I made a lot of these bets last weekend. Uh, so, you know, and I know Amon Rob Brown was, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was uh, a little banged up. Um, he's back to practice. He's, he's He should be fully healthy. Uh, but not the wisest thing to do on my part by making those bets when he's not even practicing. That was kind of dumb, actually, really dumb on my part. Uh, but I was just really excited about uh, gambling on this week. So, uh, yeah, you know, I love Darren Waller as a player, and I love him this season. I think he's, I'm probably going to be betting on him a lot, but not this week. I'm going to take him off the list. Another guy I'm looking at in week one is actually Michael Thomas of the Saints. His line is over 42.5 at minus 110. Uh, this is one I could see myself back backing off of. Um, and his reception total is three and a half at minus 120. So let's see what happens if we parlay those together and uh, we'll see see if we're allowed to do that, A, and see if we can get a decent number out of it. Okay, so at this current time, I don't see Michael Thomas's receptions available in a same game parlay, which is what I was trying to do. So I think the books are limiting that a little bit this year, 
But what I do like here under the same game parlay, if you do like more than one thing in that same game, typically I like to do, I like to like stack the bets, right? Parlay, you know, Jalen Waddle, uh, five catches with uh, 60 yards. You know, that that's the thing I like to do because they're correlated, right? It's a safer bet, I feel like, in that way. But the books are getting too smart. And uh, they're not letting that happen in some cases here. So that's kind of a bummer. But we'll find other advantages. But looking here under same game parlay for Michael Thomas, it does give you multiple options. Gives you Michael Thomas 24 and a half yards over is minus 300. And then it goes up 34.5 minus 150. Like that's a pretty safe bet, I think, and a pretty decent one. If you had someone else from this game that you wanted to target. And the only other person that I kind of really like is, is Chris Olave in this game. And maybe I'll just throw the Michael Thomas part of this whole thing out. But I don't know. I do feel like Olave is going to be good. I actually think Derek Carr is going to be very good this year. Um, I, you know, have not really historically been a Carr guy, but I don't know. I saw them in the preseason and I know it's preseason. I don't know. But it looked good. Like, like they looked like they were an offense that was gelling. He looked uh, pissed off. Like, he was playing pissed off. I, li- I like that when you can see a player's motivation like that. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know, uh, just too high on Carr overall this season. Uh, but I think he's going to be pretty good. I actually think that Saints team, and this is going to sound maybe crazy, but I actually think that Saints team has a chance at the number one seed in the NFC. Because my thinking here is uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to beat up on each other a little bit. That's a tough division over there. So getting to you know 13 wins in the NFC East is going to be very difficult this year. Um, whereas it really wasn't last year for Philadelphia because they had the easiest schedule in the league. That same team this year is the New Orleans Saints. They have the projected easiest schedule in the league. Uh, so, and, and that's an easy division. Um, I, I kind of like Atlanta in that division. I don't like Carolina in that division. I don't like Tampa Bay in that division either. Um, I like New Orleans or Atlanta if you were going to bet it, but I haven't bet it. Um, but I think if I would, I would bet New Orleans. And in fact, I might sprinkle some money on New Orleans at the one seed. Uh, I just, for, for the record, I did hit on a uh, $15 bet on the Eagles last year. Uh, being the one seed, and I hit on that preseason. So that was a pretty good payout, like $260 payout or something like that. So uh, I'm not saying this is definitely going to happen. I think I think there's a chance it happens for the same reasons that uh, the Eagles' uh, one seed happened last year. You know, easy schedule, and uh, I think there's a chance. For those same reasons, I think there's a chance that the Jaguars get the one seed in the AFC. I don't know that I'll be betting on that either, but just wanted to mention it here as um, just so you know that I might be abnormally a little high on these teams like uh, the Saints or the Jaguars or, you know, Calvin Ridley or uh, Trevor Lawrence. So I want you to be aware of any potential bias that I might have that I'm not even too aware of. Another player I'm looking at is Tyler Higby from the Rams. Because Cooper Cup has been ruled out, I think Tyler Higby is going to be the recipient of a lot of short area targets, um, maybe like nine or ten of them actually targets. 
um, which means he might catch six or seven passes. Um, unfortunately, the reception totals are not posted yet for Tyler Higby um, or most of this game, but I do feel like based on the line at over 46 and a half receiving yards at minus 115, I feel like his reception total is probably going to be like five and a half. And in that case, I would take the over. Uh, but I would probably avoid receiving yards because, again, some of these are going to be short area. And, you know, I don't want my bet to come down to like whether he breaks a tackle or not, you know. Uh, I'd rather it come down to they're going to throw the ball to him. It's whether he catches it or not. Uh, Maybe that's splitting hairs, but that's my thoughts on it. Chris Godwin, I thought was a good target this week too. I think, I think the NFL might be a little slow to realize that he's going to be a target monster down there. And this is just my opinion based on what I've heard and based on what I believe and the player. And I, again, I think, Baker Mayfield is not a terrible player. I think he's, I think he's okay. Like I think he's a gamer. Is is uh, basically my my point there. But this might be a good one to do a same game parlay of because Godwin's receiving number here is fifty seven and a half. That's really low to me. Um, I would definitely take the over there. But I was more interested in his reception totals, and that is not posted. So if I'm projecting here based on the 57.5 line, I would say it's at 5.5 or 6.5. I think he catches at least six passes on Sunday. Um, Keep in mind they're playing the Vikings, who have one of the worst pass defenses, and the Vikings should win the game, I think. So I think they, uh, they, the Buccaneers should be down. And again, Baker Mayfield, as long as he doesn't get benched and quit, uh, he's going to be throwing the ball and going to be trying to win the game. So I would even peek at the Chris Godwin alternate line here. Let's take a quick look at this alternate line. See, there it is again with 75. I think that's pretty good. And now, now I'm looking here at... <laughs> Yeah, a three a three pick parlay that I've just got here on my bet slip from from going through these numbers, but it's at plus seven twenty five, and it's for Godwin going over seventy five yards, Michael Thomas going over thirty four and a half yards, and Chris Olave going over sixty four and a half yards. Which, again, looking at this and saying out loud, I think I'm gonna nix the Michael Thomas one because it's just a little too much uncertainty for me. So Chris Olave. Chris Godwin, really like those numbers. I'm going to end up doing uh, some more bets before uh, this this week is up. My goal was to sort of bankroll my Sunday after the Thursday game. We'll see how that goes. Hope everyone is rooting for, uh, for Sky Moore, and I'm on Ross St. Brown uh, for me. Just a couple more here. J.K. Dobbins, I thought, was a good target. I do think... The Ravens blow out the Texans. I do. I've even bet on an alternate line there. I've even bet it up to 20 <laughs> because, I again, I think the Ravens are going to blast the Texans. Uh, I think all these first-time starting quarterbacks, these rookie quarterbacks, are going to lose and potentially bad. Uh, I think the Jags are a good one to parlay or to tease. I think the Ravens are as well. And I also am a little less warm on the Atlanta Falcons over the Panthers um, because I think the Panthers are okay, but I don't believe in rookie Bryce Young 
really much at all. Um, I watched him a bit in the preseason. It, look, it looked bad. It looked ugly. But I have less conviction on the Atlanta and Carolina game as I do on the Ravens and uh, Jags. So, I don't know. I would look at those still. Dobbins rushing yards total is over 56 and a half, and that's at minus 140. Uh, that seems seems like not a great number at minus 140, but it also seems a little low, maybe 56 and a half, although it kind of seems like the books might be on here. On to Dobbins. Um, and again, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the players in the situations that maybe the books aren't ready for yet. I thought Dobbins might be one because I think he's going to have a good season. And I really think that the Ravens are going to blow out the Texans. Texans were one of the worst defenses in rushing yards over the past couple of seasons. So the alternate line here for Dobbins is 75, which is not bad. Only a little less than 20 more than 56 and a half. And uh, the 75 is at plus 210. So I think that's pretty interesting. If you think Dobbins might break a, a long one, like if he breaks a 40, 40 yarder, like that, he's going to get that, you know? Um, and he doesn't have to break a 40 yarder to do that. They just probably have to have to beat the Texans pretty good and end up running the ball, which uh, I think, I think they're going to do. And I've noticed that the books don't know what to do with Marvin Mims yet. And this is one that I'm watching closely and I'll continue to watch closely because I don't think the books are going to be ready for what this guy is going to be able to do for the Broncos versus the Raiders in week one. Uh, check out his line when it gets posted. I don't know what it's going to be. It, I, if I'm projecting, it's probably going to be like somewhere around 40, 39, 38 to 44, something like that. I think I'd go over. I think he's going to be uh, potentially the number one target in that offense week one. Um, I don't think Jerry Judy is going to play. I, I do like Cortland Sutton as a talent. It seems like his uh, motivation isn't always there. Um, but so that, and Marvin Mims is a rookie drafted in the second round, the Broncos and Sean Payton moved up to get, so they love him. Uh, I, I do think he's going to explode onto the scene. So I would definitely look at that. Look at maybe the alternate line on Marvin Mims as well, but that's not posted yet. So I can't give you the number. George Pickens is another one. He was a popular target late in the summer in fantasy drafts as a potential breakout. Um, I, I'm there with it. I think he's going to break out in in maybe a big way. His line for Sunday's game versus the 49ers is 41 and a half, and the over is minus 130. The under is 41 and a half and plus 100. Wow. So, yeah, I would definitely take the over there, uh, but... You know, again, not all these are going to hit, but George Pickens alternate receiving yards, 75 is at plus 380. So now we're cooking with gas. Wow. I might have to put a couple of these together, like Pickens, uh, Godwin, Calvin Ridley, these alternate lines. Wow. Here, I'm looking at that, right? I'm looking at that on DraftKings. 75 yards for Chris Godwin is plus 175 on its own. J.K. Dobbins, 75 yards is plus 210 on its own. George Pickens, 75 yards is plus 380 on its own. So that's a lot. And that takes the three-pick parlay number to uh, plus 3,992. So that's $400 on a $10 bet. So that's that's a I, I wish I saved my bonus bets because I feel like this is a good formula for uh, raking in some dough. Um, if you if you have guys like like a list of guys like I just rattled off here, 
and you like a lot of them to hit their overs, look at their alternate overs. Look at, but again, do a small amount on this. <laughs> if you're going to parlay these, take them individually, especially on these alt lines, because the alt line by itself is, is a pretty good number. Like Pickens plus 380 on its own is good. Um, you know, put five bucks on the parlay. It's 200. It pays 200. So now, now you're talking, I think. Uh, any other targets I got here? Let's see. Jahan Dotson, I thought, was a decent target. Um, we don't know about McLaurin yet, if he's going to play. So I feel like this one is not going to be a fully realized uh, line yet um, because, because of McLaurin's uncertainty. Yeah, and Dotson's line is not posted yet. The only thing posted for this game so far is Brian Robinson's uh, rushing yards. So, okay, those are the guys that uh, that I wanted to look at in week one here. And that's pretty much it. I hope you got something out of this. And you, I'm sure you understand a little bit more about the way I gamble now. I, I certainly like receiving props uh, the, because most of them are receiving props. Uh, but I'm going to be back next week telling you how I won hundreds and hundreds of fucking dollars here in week one. Uh, bonus, Raheem Mostert. I think that's interesting. Over 52 and a half yards for the Dolphins versus the Chargers. You know, I think they'll run the ball. I think they're depleted in running backs over there. Uh, he's really fast. One run he could get. He, he could make up most of that. So just want to go over the names one last time before we go. The names to look at, Jordan Addison, take a look at receiving yards or possibly receptions, wouldn't go over four and a half. Calvin Ridley, I think, look at the alternate line, the alternate receiving yards line at 75 plus, I think that's good. If you want to throw in a touchdown, maybe lower your wager amount, but uh, I think he's going to have a game. Elijah Moore, make sure to check back to see what his lines are at. Uh, maybe he's one you want to scratch off here week one, not knowing how he's going to be used. But again, that's kind of the the point here. We're trying to take advantage before anyone knows. You know, these players we have conviction on, we want to strike and test our awareness. Keenan Allen, I think the alt line there is great. I would, I would again, pair the alt line with Ridley, I think, and and you might have a really good one. Really good parlay. Uh, Michael Thomas, I think we'll scratch him off. Amon Ra, Ra St. Brown, if you listen to this before the Thursday night game, go bet on Amon Ra St. Brown. Check out his alternate line with Keenan Allens or something like that, too. I think that might be interesting. I'm going to look at that as soon as this ends. Tyler Higby, check out his reception total. He's going to catch more than – he's going to catch at least five passes. Uh, so if his re reception total ends up being posted at four and a half, pound that over. Chris Godwin, really like him to go over his 57 and a half yardage total. Think he catches at least six or seven passes. And, uh, you know, he probably won't be as short area as he was last season with Tom Brady. Jahan Dotson, uh, make sure to check back on that. It really depends on the health of Terry McLaurin. This might be a scratch off right now because uh, we don't know if there's going to be an advantage there or not uh, as far as uh, betting on him goes. Raheem Mostert, I do think there might be a slight advantage, uh, a, sli a slight edge betting on him, his rushing yards in week one uh, with no other running backs there. So maybe look at that, uh, depending on how you think that game is going to go. I don't really have a feel for that game. I have no idea what's going to happen. I just want a lot of points to be scored, and I can't wait to watch it. 
J.K. Dobbins, I think he probably scores a touchdown and gets over that 57.5 yardage uh, rushing yards total. I think he might even catch a few passes in week one. I think he's going to have a big game. I'm starting him over other guys uh, that were drafted earlier than him in fantasy, like uh, Damian Pierce is is one. Uh, I was starting him over DJ Moore in, in a flex spot in one league. So I really like Dobbins this year or and this week. Um, I do think he goes over that seventy-five yards that alt line, but it could be close. You know, I don't, I don't know. Could be very close. George Pickens, like him a lot too. Gotta, gotta get that alt line probably. Definitely the the forty-two and a half. I felt really good about that. But San Francisco is a tough defense. So if you're one of these folks out there who really believe in the Steelers, which I know a lot of people do this year, and they look great in the preseason, Pickens looks, you know, by all accounts is a breakout waiting to happen. That's a smash spot right there for him. Uh, tough matchup with San Francisco, but still that 42 and a half, you know, that that's an over. If you want to do the alt line or not, that's up to you. The The number was great. So I would maybe, maybe, maybe consider it because of the line being, I think it was 380 on 75 yards. Uh, final person here, Marvin Mims. Really like him. His numbers weren't posted yet, but I do think there's going to be a serious advantage um, on Marvin Mims. He hasn't played a game in the NFL yet, uh, so the books are not really going to know how to rate him. And once that line gets posted, I feel like that's going to be a smash spot for uh, for him and for your money, for your uh, your kitty. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to this. We'll be back soon. Take that bullshit. Yeah. Turn it into good shit.